Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The benefactor in, in this situation would be predatorial uh, regimes that our country's apparatus, the security, national security apparatus, have been warning parliamentarians. And these are namely uh, the Russians, the Iranians, and the uh, the communist Chinese. Kelly Chu, who was a um, British Columbia Conservative member of parliament, elected in 2019 and lost the election last year in 2021, was on the air with us and very clearly believes that uh, Beijing directly interfered with, uh, with his election campaign. And we hear more and more about that, about China's interference in this country's affairs and it's being investigated by uh, authorities and is being investigated by some of the really talented and skilled investigative journalists like my friend Sam Cooper. Global news story today, RCMP foreign interference investigators visit Friendship Society. And it's by uh, Sam Cooper and Stuart Bell. And Sam uh, joins us to share what he's discovered about China's interference into Canada's affairs to date, including the presence of Chinese police stations Sam Cooper's uh, book is Willful Blindness, How a Criminal Network of Narcos, Tycoons, and Chinese Communist Party Agents Infiltrated the West. Sam, thanks for, uh, for taking the time. Quite a story that on globalnews.ca today. Could you just bring us up to date on, on what this is about? Thanks, Roy. Yes, uh, we, we advanced the story by learning that uh, RCMP's national security units have been very actively investigating in Toronto, where some of these allegedly Communist Party-linked community groups are located. And uh, this weekend in Vancouver, we learned uh, from sources close to the investigation that RCMP was both covertly and then overtly on Saturday afternoon, uh, knocking on doors, talking to uh, leaders associated to uh, a Richmond clubhouse that is one of these registered nonprofits that investigators believe is connected to China's uh, United Front Work Department. That is Xi Jinping's global uh, interference and influence apparatus. And specifically, investigators are looking at whether these covert Chinese uh, police stations are operating. And Roy, the the concern here is that uh, Chinese security officers are illegally operating in Canada to both target uh, so-called economic fugitives, but also to uh, intimidate, harass, and uh, question, perhaps even coerce to return to China, critics of that regime through these police uh, locations, which would just be, uh, from the outside, look like community halls. But the sources uh, in police and intelligence say that they're really network meeting places for nefarious characters, including covert Chinese officials undercover. Wow. Wow. So, and, and really sophisticated too, eh, Sam? Powerfully sophisticated, Roy. I've been reporting uh, for years and most recently, as you know, about these United Front networks that mm-hmm. allegedly have uh, become so embedded and sophisticated in Canada that they can infiltrate our political parties, our political systems from uh, federal down to school boards, and uh, can intimidate, harass, and, and really... Uh, 
monitor, uh, also gather intelligence from uh, diaspora communities that have uh, come to Canada, in most cases, to be away from the communist regime, but are facing the, the real threats of coercion and harassment is what is the focus of this current investigation that we're talking about today. Uh, for the first time, really, uh, Canadian federal police are coming out, showing their presence and saying, it's not, it's not okay for uh, Chinese agents to be uh, operating on Canadian soils and targeting Canadian citizens. Yeah, I thought, I, you know, I, I, I looked at that as well when I read your story, your story and, and Stuart's story together, that RCMP officers canvassed the area around the Friendship Society in Richmond, and that really is, uh, that's really uh, making a point, isn't it? That's, that's saying, we, we're really watching you, and we're, we're open about it now. Roy, that's exactly right. Uh, I think we can see that uh, RCMP wouldn't gather too much, uh, you know, sensitive evidence by knocking on neighborhood doors. But you're right; they are showing uh, this the neighborhoods where these uh, stations are operating and may have been able to intimidate residents. That we, the Canadian law enforcement arm, are openly here now. We're we're openly asking questions, and you can believe that we're also covertly and undercover digging very deep. And Roy, I can tell you, we we're informed that uh, some of these uh, so-called community leaders, these would mostly be very wealthy businessmen in Vancouver and Toronto, are facing questions. Uh, in the past few days for their uh, alleged associations to these groups. So you also write about Operation Fox Hunt, and can you give us um, some information, Sam, on on what Operation Fox Hunt is, part of the United Front Networks, and you write about that in your book, Willful Blindness, but uh, just fill us in on, uh, on what you can, please. Sure. From uh, my intelligence sources and, and, and research, uh, open sources as well. We've known for years that uh, Xi Jinping's regime has advertised its fox hunt as a supposed uh, uh, tool of justice for, for China to, to uh, go after um, bad people that have absconded with illicit gains from that country and, and maybe doing bad in other countries. But what uh, CSIS, that's Canadian Intelligence, openly uh, stated to me when I started to uh, report these stories over the past month is that Fox Hunt is really uh, not not a, a tool to go at corruption. It's a tool of international repression. That is for the Z's regime to reach its security arms into diaspora communities around the world and to uh, to do undercover work really aimed at protecting the regime. And that means... Uh, intimidating, threatening, and harassing people in other countries. Yeah, and uh, there have been stories, uh, Sam, and you alluded to this a few minutes ago, that they actually do or have coerced individuals to leave the country they're living in, like, for example, potentially Canada or or maybe a country in Europe, and go back to uh, China and face charges there because the um, Xi government in Beijing is targeting these individuals' families. So the person living in Canada has concerns for their family in China. So when the, the Chinese uh, police stations, quote-unquote, say you need to go back to China to face charges to protect their families, they go. 
That's exactly right. And what scale are we talking about? Uh, This global story uh, really kicked off about a month ago when an NGO from Spain uh, revealed that these stations, uh, according to Chinese government documents, are operating around the world. We, we, We now read of at least 100. It's believed to be many more worldwide. And uh, they are connected to uh, China's Ministry of Public Security, set up in uh, stations around the world under the cover of, you know, supposedly offering services, uh, uh, unofficial sort of consulate services. But they are. uh, We know, Roy, of cases I'm working on. uh, I'm hearing from complainants already in Canada that say that their relatives could have been illegally returned to China by people who may appear to be very wealthy community leaders, but are believed to be uh, not only working with China's government, but involved in very nefarious uh, uh, fear-filled activities in Canada, criminal activities. You know, I ask myself, Sam, when they're involved in this kind of activity and it's national, it's not just in British Columbia, it's not just in Toronto, it's going on, although that may be the focus, I don't know. You would know far better than I, but but it's but but it's more national. And I ask myself whether they even really are trying to keep this totally quiet, or whether leaking a bit of information uh, just to uh, just to further the intimidation message is part of their operate uh, you know, op- their uh, modus operandi. I, I do believe you're right. Uh, I, I can tell you that you know beyond this current investigation that we're talking about, uh, as you know, I've been following this story for yeah. years. Yeah. We can read in Chinese language media of people claiming to be uh, police officers in China, even in Canada, and saying that they are here uh, to protect the Chinese people. But as I as I discuss with my sources, when when someone is saying that in a Chinese news media story, and the person beside them is well known in the community as uh, a target of uh, money laundering investigations then that would appear to be, as you say, a very open way to advertise. We're watching uh, the Chinese community, and we are powerful people. So as, as to the whole overall strategy, you know, I, I, I always tell people, we can't say that uh, Beijing is controlling everything. It's a massive country with many power centers. But what is clear is that these uh, fox hunts have been operating for years in Canada, essentially with no, uh, no counter. Uh, now that uh, some, you know, worldwide attention is brought to bear, uh, the, the law enforcement game is definitely changing. How China will respond, we don't know yet. So, Sam, in, in your book, Willful Blindness, you write about uh, the United Front Networks and how they operate. And uh, is this all tied together? I, I guess it's all tied together, isn't it? The Friendship Societies and uh, the United Front Networks, they work from the same playbook. Yes, that's right. I explain... Uh, much more deeply in my lengthy book that uh, the United Front uh, was elevated by Xi Jinping. It's, it's been operating for the Chinese Communist Party for decades. What it is essentially is uh, trying to bring China's uh, uh, friends together to, to, to get wins, so to speak, uh, wherever they operate, and to go after China's enemies. And so there's something called the United Front Work Department, uh, with top level in Beijing, controls uh, United Front bureaus in China. It has officials in embassies and consulates worldwide. And these people, uh, for example, in Canadian consulates, operate as uh, essentially, let's just say the word, uh, spies or security officers that are trying to infiltrate what used to be uh, 
community groups uh, of people uh, getting together and celebrating their hometown. But now all the evidence is they're controlled, uh, intimidated, surveilled, and used in some cases by by officials in Chinese consulates. That's what the United Front is about, and it operates on many different levels, including attempting to infiltrate Canada's election system. You are um, a truly exceptional investigative journalist. You really are. I mean, we're talking here, you and I, on the air, and listeners are hearing what you're saying. I have an idea of how much work has gone into, how much work you put into this, and how much digging and how much research you have to do. Sam, what you're doing is just amazing work. So we have this ongoing and far more public investigation at the present time. Did this just suddenly spring up, or did was, was our senior intelligence world aware of what was going on and just dropped the ball and didn't do anything for a protected period of time? Well, I'll take your question in two parts. The focus of uh, today's story is, yes, it appears to be a, a new world in Canadian law enforcement where uh, this activity that we've known uh, at least publicly uh, for a month or two with, with the RCMP acknowledging that they're looking into the problem is now the investigations are entering a very active phase. The RCMP wants victims that may have been afraid to come forward because they believe they, they would not have their complaints received. Uh, now the RCMP is saying, we want to, to talk to you. We want to build cases. And again, they're telling the alleged suspects this activity uh, is not kosher. It's not legal. But uh, the deeper point that 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 I have raised, uh, you know, in interviews and uh, talking to sources, looking at documents, and I write about it in my book more deeply, is that my sources indicated that fox hunt has been going on for probably since about 2012, at least. Uh, very uh, well-connected investigators, both in the RCP and CSIS, have been uh, chasing the people involved in these networks. I have told and I've written that, uh, that investigators wanted the RCMP brass, and that would really mean, you know, ministers in Ottawa to take this more seriously. And not much, not much was happening. Uh, there's, you know, there's a national security document for a panel of parliamentarians that look into these issues. They have security clearances. It was published in 2019, mostly redacted, but you can see a lot of lines referring to the, the fox hunt activity. So we know it was very well known in that study period. And uh, you're right, uh, nothing that has happened that we know of until the past month when the RCMP demonstrated that it's looking deeply at interference broadly, but the focus right now on these uh, police stations that have come to light. Yeah, do you know that uh, NGO that you mentioned in Spain, the Guardian Defenders, uh, they, were on, they were on the show about three weeks ago, when they, just before they released their report the day before. But one thing they did say in, uh, in a preliminary release was these uh, police stations in some European countries, the actual police stations work in conjunction with the national government of that country, and there have been instances where police officers, actual police officers of those countries have been on patrol with officers from the Chinese police stations, which is, which is a really, which is a mind bender to me. That's absolutely true. Uh, it's true around the world, as that NGO cited. And Roy, I can tell you that I'm aware of cases in Canada where uh, at least a couple that we know of that uh, 
police officers have either been duped or for some reason have worked uh, uh, with these uh, Chinese operations. Maybe they thought in some cases they were really going after an economic fugitive when they were going after someone that China feared had uh, deep secrets related to the Politburo. Roy, I wrote in one of my recent reports that I... uh, I got a visibility on uh, sensitive intelligence that said one of these fox hunt cases in Canada connects to the Politburo. That's China's highest level uh, power group of politicians. So that's an indication that these cases are, are much more than even if it was just a simple case of them operating. It wouldn't. It, there's more to it than that. Yeah. Tip of the iceberg, eh, Sam? That's right. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 